This is Rabbi Sharon Brous, Rabbi Yidikar, where we are dedicated to reinvigorating Jewish community, ritual, and learning, all while laying the foundation for a just and loving society. You're listening to Ikar's sermons and talks, just the good stuff. We hope you'll enjoy. Thank you for your support. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. A little later this morning, we'll hear beautiful teachings from Rose and Evan, and we're so excited to celebrate you and to learn from you. A few months ago, Ikar and hundreds of other communities around the world signed onto an effort organized by Hayas, known as Refugee Shabbat, where we dedicate time and resources to learning and action about this moral crisis facing our world. It couldn't be more timely and pressing to share these words of Torah. Everyone is made in the image of God. Everyone is made in the image of God. Believing otherwise is the precondition for violence, the breeding ground for prejudice. To maintain that only certain expressions of humanity are sacred, that some lives are inherently more valuable than others is fundamentally incompatible with the truths of our tradition and the core principles of a moral society. I find myself this Shabbat much like last, utterly heartbroken by the web of tragedy and suffering that surround us. Despite the tremendous courage and resilience of the Ukrainian people, of civilians taking up arms, desperately trying to protect their homeland, freedom and families, we are witnessing a horrific war unfold before our eyes, leaving cities in rubble, mounting casualties and over 1 million refugees scrambling to find safety. Putin has fed the Russian people one lie after the next. He is engaged in a cynical abuse of the term genocide the memory of World War II and the Holocaust and the equation of the Ukrainian state with the Nazi regime to justify the Russian government's unprovoked aggression. We have seen the Russian people take to the streets in protest and read the text messages of a Russian soldier realizing too late the false pretense of this horrific war. We were told that they would welcome us, he wrote to his mother, and they are falling under our armored vehicles and not allowing us to pass. Russia's aggression against Ukraine and its neighbors has, has its geopolitical context, and we must be and become students of history in order to be perpetually on guard against the rise of violent and oppressive regimes. And in this setting, in this house of worship, 
I'm asking us to recognize the spiritual seeds of violence, the corruption of conscience that leads one person, one nation, one race to see the image of God in themselves, but not in others. These seeds are an invasive species that are ravaging landscapes and peoples throughout the world. As our attention turns to Ukraine, we remain morally accountable to victims of state-sponsored violence wherever it appears. To the 6.8 million refugees from Syria, 4 million from Venezuela, 2.5 million from Afghanistan. The resettlement of refugees wherever they come from is a basic human right and our tradition demands that we not turn a blind eye. Lo ta'amod al-dam recha. Thank God for the Polish, Hungarian, Slovakian people and many more who are opening their arms and hearts and borders to Ukrainian refugees. And we should do everything in our power to demand that our government do the same. I'm so proud to be part of a community here at ICAR that has sponsored a family from Afghanistan for resettlement in Los Angeles, helping this beautiful family find housing, jobs, schools for the children and a safe place to live. And I pray for the day when all refugees are equally embraced, when their race, religion, and ethnicity are not seen as qualifications to assess, but as shimmers of their God-given beauty. Seven years ago, when over 900,000 migrants and refugees arrived on European shores, fleeing war and persecution, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs wrote the following words. I used to think that the most important line in the Bible was, love your neighbor as yourself. And then I realized that it's easy to love your neighbor because they are usually quite like yourself. What's hard is to love the stranger, one whose color, culture, or creed is different from yours. That is why the command, love the stranger, because you were once strangers resonates so often throughout the Bible. It is summoning us now. In a world of increasingly dominated by a hatred of the other, by the projection of the stranger as dangerous or inferior, can we heed the call of our sacred text? Love the stranger because you were once strangers is the Torah's way of asking us to find the particularistic experience of suffering and dislocation and transform it into a universalistic calling. Go inward into the depths of your pained history in order to see its patterns playing out everywhere else, in order to fiercely love the person you might have otherwise overlooked. That's what Zelensky was doing when he spoke directly to the Jewish people, when he pleaded with us not to remain silent. Nazism is born in silence. 
face the horrors of your past so that you don't turn away here. And that's what he was doing when he spoke in Russian, directly addressing the Russian people. See yourself within me. Recognize that our shared language is just one thread of many connecting us to the same human family. Despite it all, see our humanity. Rabbi Akiva used to say, Chaviv Adam Beloved is the human being, for we are created in the image of God. And especially beloved is the human being, for it was made known to us that we are created in the image of God. It's in our awareness of this fundamental truth that hope for a loving and peaceful future is found. And when this truth has been supplanted by hatred and fear, when that awareness has faded dangerously from our collective consciousness, may we teach it to everyone who will listen, saying it again and again, Everyone is made in the image of God. Everyone is made in the image of God. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, it's Rabbi Brass again. Thank you so much for listening. Want more content like this? I hope you'll subscribe and please consider making a contribution to Ikar so we can continue to work toward the fulfillment of our mission, to reanimate Jewish life, to embody moral courage, to nurture the spirit, and to work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Visit our website at ikar.org. That's I-K-A-R.org. And I hope to see you maybe even in person sometime soon.